Halashing for Halas? Want to bry or fine dine? Stay tuned to High FM on 101.9 Tuesday mornings from 11am for Essen Fresen Where it's all about the food Good morning and welcome to the Essen Fresen show For those who celebrated yesterday I hope you had a blessed and peaceful day And for those enjoying the break Enjoy it, spend time with family, relax, rejuvenate yourself. It is the end of the year, and I think we're all just absolutely exhausted. And on the show with me, as always, Sharon Lurie. Thank you. Hello. Hi. Okay, <laughs> so we've got like a week before the 1st of January. Can you believe I know. It? I don't know what happened to the year. <laughs> but... I was having a look at like New Year's resolutions. Now I'm not a big one. I don't know about you. I don't do New New Year's resolutions. Um, do you try? I try, <laughs> and, and I try. I try September as uh, well. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then I do try January as well. So my resolution this year is mm-hmm. I'm doing. Pilates uh-huh. and yoga on YouTube. You know, you get all these yes. lovely free programs. Oh, I know, I do as well. Room. I don't mm. have to go out. I don't have to get dressed. I just lie on my carpet and do my. You'll love the yoga. I'm, I'm trying now the wall one, wall Pilates. Okay, let me know because I look at that <laughs> and I think. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, so that was actually what uh, one of the things that I googled. So I googled. I thought, oh, let's have a look. What are the three top New Year's resolutions? And this came up from Forbes Health for 2023. Improved mental health, improved fitness, and weight loss. Now, all those three things actually go together. And they're, they're just what I want. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it was. It was quite a, an overwhelming amount of people wanted the mental health. And if you look back over years, which I did, it's like moved from like, the bottom of the list sometimes it didn't even make the top 10 all the way to number one which shows you how much more aware we are all becoming of stress and the strains we're under and i know people are thinking like hang on this show is about food it's the essence freshness show so what the has it got to do with fitness and mental health and all of those kind of things weight loss like we can all understand but it is an important part of mental health, believe it or not, your food, the foods that you eat. Yeah, sure. You know, we all hear about chocolate having serotonin and making us feel good and all those. But those sugary serotonin releases, which is what our brain produces, short term, they don't last long. Eating healthy, on the other hand, can produce really good, not only serotonin, but dopamine, which is another feel-good drug in our brain. And... It's a long-term feeling. Now, it's not going to help if take over from medication if you have depression and you are under treatment, but it's, it's a good start. Or if you're just starting to feel like now, the end of the year, tired and just not great. And, you know, it's been a long year for all of us. So the last three months have been absolutely terrible for everybody. So I think a lot of people need something that's going to make them feel good. And when I was doing the research, I was thinking about it. If you close your eyes and you think of a food smell that brings you back to your childhood, like that gives you comfort. It makes you feel good. And all you did was think about the smell of the food. Mm -hmm. Okay, the smell of the food that brings me back to my childhood is not 
actually a healthy one, but it is a good comfort food because it's pasta and cheese and milk and fish. Mm, which macaroni, cheese. Lovely. So mine is the haddock, like a, oh, almost yeah. like a haddock catering. Okay. I love that with a thick cheese. Now, yeah, it's it's not unhealthy, but the amount of cheese sauce in it, kind of not healthy. <laughs> so, so it does make a big difference to what we think about for years. Um, I know, you know, I remember we talked about eggy bread, Ooh. which is a favorite of everybody's. Mine is egg in the holes. So it's the fried bread with the fried egg. Not so healthy either. But yes. we were looking at the, the, the way to feel better and... I was found, I found a little article from quite a few years ago is that estate agents in the States used to put a little dish of vanilla essence in an oven, in a warm oven, when they were trying to sell a house yeah. because people would walk in and the smell of the cooking vanilla would be a reminder of baking. And if you're trying to sell a family home, the reminder of breaking just brings family for, to the forefront and apparently it helped with smell, uh, selling. So food definitely plays a very important sort of like yeah. place. I've overcome all, mm. all these these top three things. Mm. Okay, so I want to feel good. So yes, I have a bit of chocolate. Oh, mm. Nobody says deny yourself. <laughs> it uh, builds up the serotonin mm. levels. I feel good. Then I do my Pilates. Then I feel so sick because I worked so hard that I lose my appetite and I lose weight. <laughs> okay, that's one way of putting it. Um, so, so there was like kind of thing, and, and it is. And do you remember the saying, a way to a man's heart is through his stomach? I tell you the way to, to my husband's stomach. Yeah. I always say, if I want a pair of shoes, <laughs> I don't know why shoes. Uh, well, <laughs> that's I, you. For, for, me, it, for me, it's kitchen gadget. <laughs> Anyway, um, it's the way to his heart is a, all he wants is keppers and eggs for breakfast. Yeah. That's his best. In fact, it was so funny because, um, uh, when, when it was a few days, my brother-in-law is out here from America. Mm. So I have to share a little story. Okay. And he goes off, he's in the mountains and they always do this. Mm. They send pictures mm. with the, the, all the Lurie boys love kippers and eggs. Oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> but don't give them, <clears throat> excuse me, don't give them those eggs that look like fried egg all mashed up and chopped up and you know we no, get the white a, and the yellow. Yeah. Now that's just a little sideline here. So I'm deviating a bit. Make a scrambled egg like a scrambled egg. People, oh, yes. People a yellow love, egg. Not but, yellow and white. Yeah, but people laugh at me because I have a strainer. And I only use... If you look at what's left behind after you've strained your eggy, you'll never, <laughs> ever not strain again. And put a little bit of cream in it. Okay. Or a little bit of water. Or something so I'm a bit of a purist. <laughs> I, I, like my scrambled egg or, or omelette is just egg. There's no milk. There's no water. With a little bit of butter. The butter, and, yes. And do it in a double boiler. That's how you get it nice and oh, okay. creamy. Okay, if you've got time. Yeah. Often we no. don't have time. So anyway, back to the, the photo. Mm. So they, so my, my brother-in-law is in the Drakensberg and he sends a picture of the beautiful plate of the, of the, uh, kippers, and kippers egg. eggs, uh, tomato, whatever. And, uh, yesterday morning, this was yesterday morning, my son phones, he says, come, let's go to Fat Larry's. I said, but it's a pizza place. He says, more. Oh, fish there. No, they've got the most unbelievable breakfast. Mm. I arrived there 
And I thought, I mean, it was incredible. The, the vibe is beautiful. This lovely background music. It's not the, you know, like yeah. crazy there. There's people are talking nicely and quietly and, and the Enjoying surface. a breakfast. So I have to give a shout out to Fat Larry's because it was just so beautiful to go there for breakfast. It was full. So everybody must know about the breakfast they served there. <laughs> I mean, I know about it. I just, I've never been. It's beautiful. They have shook, shook them up. My granddaughter said to me, Bob are the best. I've, okay. My husband then gets, he said, I don't believe you've got kippers and eggs. The kippers and eggs arrived. They, it, well, they took a photo. Oh, yeah, of course. Sent it to my brother-in-law and said, you're not the only one, Boyke. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts under it, and this is kosher too. <laughs> so... Anyway, so that well, kip- kippers are actually a healthy, fatty fish, so they're a really good fish for your heart. Yeah, and the eggs are a good protein too. I know people in the old days remember we were told yes. one egg a week. Yes, they've since Apparently debunked it's that. Changed, yeah. No, that, that's, that's changed. You know, obviously eating too much of anything is going to be an issue, but uh, I think you know. Um, I think eggs are, are great, but that's why we're saying the way to a man's heart is through your stomach. Exactly. It's because our brain is actually connected to our GI tract, believe it or not, uh-huh. because that's where the bacteria that makes dopamine and serotonin is formed. So what you eat makes you feel better. And when you feel better, your heart is lighter. So that's why that saying came about, yeah. which I thought was quite interesting because I've always w- wondered but never looked for it. It's like I, need, I need mm. food, sure. Mm. I need something. My yeah. boys are big meat eaters. Yeah. I mean, they would go into the kitchen and they would make minute steaks, burros, oh, uh, eggs, tomatoes, onions. They would make a huge mess and then they would serve it on beautiful rye bread or mm. sourdough. They would whip up a meal there. I thought that would last him till supper time. Never did. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We have that as well. But ours has changed from that because my son and I had started looking at this thing. Um, he's doing a lot of learning these days now with, the, you know, the kashrut and the inspections and that. And he's right. learning what's in products and stuff. So we're changing a little bit. And he suddenly said... You know what? I wish we had Maimonides, the Rum Bum Diet. And I said to him, but I do have that book. Because no, you don't. I said to him, I'm telling you now, it's with my recipe books. I have the book and I do. It's called the, Trans- the Life Transforming Diet. And it's based on the health principles and psychological principles of Maimonides and other sources. So it's by David J. Zilberg. And in it, they actually quote somebody that I know quite well and as probably going to try and get on the hit on the show which is professor celine bernstein oh yes now, i've known I think her she had her own show yes on i've known her for years since i was a baby yes and i can remember her eating a lot of what he's saying i remember her eating that way and that was like a, it's been a way of life as far as i remember i'm gonna obviously have to speak to her more about it but as far as i remember that's how i've always known her Oh, um, don't you hear about this yes. diet? Yes. <laughs> so it, it's, and you know what I liked about it is you know how most of the diets we do, um, start with like, you dive straight in, there's like no slow breaking in. Yes. This one you break in slowly. Chalashing for chalas? Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fressen. It's all about the food. You're listening to Adrian and Sharon on this morning. 
and we're talking about diets and eat, ways of eating, like lifestyles of eating. And one of the things that, you know, everybody is very aware of, like the New Year's resolution, the first one is mental health and then it's fitness and then it is weight loss. Now all three go together and we were just saying that, you know, your diet, the way you eat plays such an important part in your mental health and your fitness goal because we all go onto these strict diets and everything. But the truth is that over the years I've learned that if you just cut out a few things, you're going to start losing a bit of weight, not massive amounts. So um, like I went, okay, sit down. Um, mm. My cup of tea used to have three teaspoons of sugar. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> um, and I dropped down to two. And I actually lost weight in the beginning. But then obviously your body gets used to it and you stop losing weight and you put back what you lost. But it has to be a sustainable eating plan. You can't do these fad diets and things. And if you're not somebody who's disciplined like I am, like I'm not disciplined. So for me, as good as the keto diet is, there'd be no way. Unless my life depended on it, there would be no way. I could not manage without my piece of bread. Yeah, you know, or my I'm sugar. I love them. Person. So I'm not a bread person, but I do like bread. I like my piece of toast, especially yeah. if it's got sardines on it. <laughs> um, so, you know, that is kind of a, a thing that we've talked about in my family. And like I said, my son was learning and we started learning about the Maimonides diet, this life transforming diet. And Instead of like rushing into it like we normally would on a diet where you've got to go from your normal eating to diet eating or, or meal plan eating immediately, this one takes forever. Stage one, and it's a three-stage diet, stage one alone takes five weeks. Which is hard because when people want to lose weight, they want to mm. dive in, starve themselves for a few days, right. and then... And, and the funny thing is, I'm only in the second week. Now. We're starting the second week now, and I've already lost a kilo. Wow. And all it was was changing breakfast. That's it. To what? Fruit. See, I'm a rusk person. Give me a rusk and tea, and I'm happy until 2 o'clock. Okay, <laughs> so, so this is the thing. I am not a rusk person. <laughs> uh, like, I like my rusks, and yeah. if I buy them, I'm going to certainly eat all of them. <laughs> um, but... I mean, I can easily happen, go through a box of nutty crusts in one go. That's not a problem with my cup of tea, so that at the end there's more mush at the bottom than there was tea in the cup. But it was just, I'm feeling full, uh, and I'm not a fruit person, I have to admit. Fruit is not my favorite. But one, there are two things that he says, um, which I'm not doing yet. One is that when you wake up in the morning, you should have two glasses of water to drink. I don't like water. So that's going to take a while, a bit of practice. Yeah. Even the sparkling water is going to be an issue. But uh, we have introduced herbal teas, but not tea bag ones, actual tea leaves where you've got to brew the tea and they are outstanding. But it started off literally you have two fruits for breakfast. It doesn't matter what two fruits, like a melon. So we've varied it up. We've had melon, we've had, and I mean, we've got beautiful fruits now. It's summer. Yeah, so watermelon, spun speck, uh, the green melon, you know, beautiful. Strawberries, blueberries, 
it's been amazing. Uh, I think this morning, which berries are so good for you. Yeah. Antioxidants. Absolutely. This morning I had orange, which I'm not mad about. I do prefer my grapefruit, but the problem with my grapefruit is I like my sugar on my grapefruit. I have always sprinkled sugar on grapefruit. So can't you put a little no, bit of... No, I won't use the, the okay. substitutes. Okay. You know what? If I'm going to poison my body, I'd like to use something more natural than, than a synthetic powder. Um, it's just that's my thing. And so we decided to try it. And so far, the three of us that are doing it, because there's only three of us home at the, this mo- a moment, which is taking a bit of getting used to for cooking... Um, have actually started enjoying the fact that this fruit breakfast, there's a lot more energy. I'm finding that I'm, I have energy now. Yes. Instead of my normal eggs and toast or cereal, I love my kids' cereals um, with my milk and that, I'm finding there's a lot more energy, you know. So, And how long does it last you for that energy? What time pretty do you much need lunch? Like <laughs> one o'clock. Okay. So um, we're having breakfast when they get home from shul, so it's usually at about... But even then, I'm already up. You know, it's holidays. There's no one to do washing and stuff like that. Yes. I get up at half past six, seven, and start housework. Okay, I haven't done a lot because they're painting and my house is a mess, but I found I have the energy in the morning. I'm not a morning person. I might wake up early, but I'll stay in bed for a while. Um, but I'm suddenly a morning person, and I have the energy to do all of this. And let me tell you, housework is a lot of exercise. And second week I is te- five to ten minutes of cardio. That is, So you don't change anything else. Your first week is changing your breakfast. Your second week is adding ten, five to ten minutes of cardio, five days a week. Like, that's so easy. You know, yeah. Yoga mat out few stretch like proper cardio well that's more stretching than cardio but it's more like your upper body it's your 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 aerobics and that but if you live in a home with steps go up and down your stairs a few times you don't have to leave the house yeah um you know but don't do what you normally used to so like a stroll to shul on shabbos is not counted as exercise because you haven't really worked up a sweat by the time you get there but really <laughs> <laughs> well you shouldn't have <laughs> depends on how far you walked your walk is far oh, far very far <laughs> your walk is far i know mine mine's 15 minutes if i do it at a like a medium pace <laughs> i could probably do it a lot quicker but then i get there and i'm hot and sticky and yuck so that's like all he's saying in these diets is moderation is key he yeah. also only ate once a day but suggestion shouldn't be eating more than two times a day. So all this new people, these people who are new, doing this new intermittent fasting, yes. well, it, it's over 800 years old. So when would he, when would he eat? Breakfast. That's it. He would have his breakfast and then he might have a light meal early in the evening, but no starch on it. So oh, because if he felt okay. if he ate bread or anything, he me. wasn't feeling good. <laughs> But he, yeah. his suggestion is you don't go to sleep on an empty stomach or you don't go to sleep hungry. But he didn't need to eat. Here they're saying, well, you eat what you need. So they've actually, the guy who's who's done this, this David Zilberg, has put three meals a day in because our modern lifestyles are slightly different. Right. But a lot of the things that we've found with learning with this is that a lot of stuff 800 years ago is actually more relevant today than it was then. Like, it just, you know, this, this 
eating until you're full. He didn't agree with that. You well, ate until you were satisfied, yes. and then you left it. I was, was on another diet mm. where they said, you have to leave something on the plate. Yeah. You've got to. Whether yeah. you're full, whether you're not, leave something on the plate. So, so that's an old, that is one of the, the that is a, um, I, I know that from a religious family from when I first started, like 40 years ago. Yes. They used to say, you need to put aside a, pe- a little bit that you've so had enough. Glutton. Theirs was, that shows that you've had enough, you're satisfied. Yeah. And that was one of the things that we found in this one. He said, um, yeah, I got the quote. Uh, it states that uh, moderation is key to everything. And a lot of people obviously are going to have to make that mental adjustment to the moderation. We're used to, like my family, are used to having seconds and going back for more. And having to learn not to do that is going to take a bit of practice. And then um, if you are, the other thing they said was if you're feeling like maybe you want seconds still wait 15 to 20 minutes before you go back for seconds because that's about how long it takes your body to realize that you're actually awful so that was a major thing that how, we how had many, 15 to 20 minutes oh, 20, yes yeah yeah and then over shabbos he said that was one of the hardest things for people to learn is because we do overindulge on shabbos because shabbos is special and everything and he said this can even be applied on shabbos and they do give examples of how to do it so the uh, quote from the Rambam is that overeating is like a poison to anyone, anyone's body. It is the main source of illness. Most illnesses which afflict man are caused by harmful foods or by overfilling his belly and overeating of even healthful foods. So this is somebody who was saying like even eating too many healthy foods is bad for you. Like, right. you know, the, the saying of you only live once so you must try everything didn't apply. <laughs> so, so that was the thing. And, and the other thing he said, you've got to remember is there's no processed foods in 800 years ago. Right. So he's looking at whole, a whole food diet almost, which has suddenly become back in fashion. Right. Um, but here it was 800 years ago. So it's a whole change of the way I thought, think about food. Um, I've had to sort of adapt my my meals to not thinking about a protein, a starch, and two veg, because their diet says no protein and starch together. You can't have them on the same plate at the same meal. You either have protein or you have starch, not both, which is going to take all of us a long time to learn. Okay, so it's <laughs> no bread for the rest. Oh, no, 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 not no bread. Healthy breads, definitely. Okay, allowed. so let's talk healthy Sa- bread. Sourdough. Okay, nutty wheat. I made, yep. I made, um, just before mm. the holiday started, cause I thought, mm, I'm gonna have to have some nice bread in the freezer. Absolutely. I made the nutty wheat, which is actually in my book. Oh yeah? I thought I bought it. It's, it's the Amasi bread. So I've actually Ooh, made yum. it with, um, instead of yogurt, moss. Mm. And it's really terrific. Oh, so yeah, but moss no is ye- nice. It's I mean, no yeast. Yes, because of the moss, the fermented. Yeah, and I think mm. it, I, if I can remember correctly, it's 500 mils of the moss or yogurt if you want. But, mm. but use the full fat. Oh, absolutely. Yogurt. If you're going to make it, do it. Do it properly. Do it properly. And, then, <laughs> and it had nutty wheat flour and honey. And it was just, it's yeah. delicious. So you actually, 
So that sounds you enjoy nice. It, yes. but, but if you want to sort of go the healthy way, you know, if you want to be more healthy with it after having the full fat cream and um, <laughs> yogurt, then you can put, uh, make sure yourself feel better. You can have, um, you can put tomato, sliced tomato, you can put, um, you can make a salad cottage. on top of it. Yes, mm. salad, cottage. Um, my favorite is cream cheese, um, and chavette, and fresh cucumber. On Sounds this toasted good. bread. But you have to toast it for quite a while. Because yeah, because it takes, the, the nutty well, wheat does take way, a while to a while. toast. So, that, you know, it's like eating a tramezzini followed by a diet coke. You know? Yeah, so we all know that. Lovely. But the, the nutty wheat is healthy. Yeah. What's wrong with honey? What's wrong with, you? wrong with yogurt? So, lovely. Yeah, those are Baking all good powder, foods. Barcop, whatever, and yes. it's lovely. You know, and the nuts, nuts are a very healthy option in your diet um, in terms of like your fiber, your protein, all those kind of things. So like I was saying, this diet is three phases, and the first phase takes five weeks before you fully implement it. So it does take a bit of patience. You can, if you know what you're doing, go ahead a little bit. So we have done a few things, but not 100% because we haven't gone that far into the diet. Um, So the first week is just what they call a high-water content breakfast. So that is fruit and vegetables that have a high water content. So like we said, melons and grapes and blueberries and all the, actually pretty much most fruits. I could make a smoothie. There's ass's water content. Yeah, you can, you can. You just can't, got to remember no yogurt in it. Yeah. So put a banana in it. Yes. So all of those are things. I'm trying to remember if there was banana. I think so. Um, And so we've been able to dust that. And then what we've done it does talk about it later on in the meal plan is to have like your um, main meal at lunchtime and a light meal at supper, which is a slight difference. It's very much more Mediterranean that way. Um, was dinner was always your lightest meal of the, the day and lunch was the big meal. And right. so we've started doing that where we've had like a heavier lunch, like a f- at lunchtime and then a lighter lunch, a dinner. So no starch or less starch and more Would like baked s- potato count as a starch. Yes. Ah. Sorry, dear. But <laughs> stir fry. Oh, okay. A stir fry is light. Yes. Um, no pro, uh, we didn't put meat in it. I used tofu instead or none at all because you can put nuts in and you've got your protein. If you put peanuts in, that are, those are legumes. So peas or green beans or any legumes is a protein. It's an, uh, it's a vegetable protein, but it gives you that energy and makes you feel full without the starch, which gives you the sugar. So if you are going to do starch, if you want a baked potato, rather have a sweet potato, a baked sweet potato. That would mm. be, yes. Baked beans? Legume? Baked <laughs> beans are legumes, but... I can't have my beautiful bread with it. Sourdough bread. Baked you know, beans baked beans favorite. on toast. <laughs> like, that, that it is just goes hand in hand. Absolutely. Baked beans on toast. <laughs> yeah. So, so those are things we, we've had to learn to start thinking differently about. Um, I'm not giving everything up. Not yet. Still got a few weeks to go, so that's good. And now it's the second week and I've got to introduce my cardio, which I'm really not looking forward to because I don't like sweating. I don't like cardio. <laughs> Feel good. You're sweating and you dive into a pool. Tell me, have you, you've got a nice breakfast recipe. You know what? Um, this actually was a fun morning that we once had a few months ago. And it was 
we did it was more of a brunch kind of thing put a toasted t- uh, cheese machine mm-hmm. on the table Ooh, yeah. and then what I did was it was it was a build a tramezzini oh nice uh, a fun morning so yes. did, what I did was I piled up some pita mm. um, you can use love if you want and fold them in half too much work but it comes out the side a bit too yeah, much yeah but it's so. too much work anyway <laughs> okay so take your <laughs> take your pita and I put out all these different bowls of, mm. of things so we put out sliced tomato mushrooms fried onions oh. um, the mushrooms if you don't fry if you if you don't grill them before, fry them before, make sure that you've sliced them very thin yeah. so that they cook yeah. in, in the pita. I had tuna, tuna mayonnaise. I kept some tuna without mayonnaise for the dieters. There was spinach. Now, spinach you don't really have to cook because it's open. It cooks, yeah. it cooks in the pita. Um, asparagus, which I just blanched and put mm. them in. Um, peppers chopped up. Um, there was just, I mean, I'm sure that you can think of a thousand different things that Absolutely. you can put on these. And then all you need was, a, as I say, a toasting machine and the fun began. Mm. But of course being my family who love meat, okay, <laughs> so what I did was I had a stack of pitas. This was another day when we went eating, having milkshake. <coughs> and I did, went the flashic route and I did a rails. Now, have you, did you, I don't know, a lot, when was it? A few weeks ago, I had Lauren Bulkin on. Yeah. She was telling us about a rails. Okay, mm. so I'll come back to that after the break. Chalashin for chalas? Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fressen. It's all about the food. Welcome back and it's Adrian and Sharon talking about Food and Sharon is telling us about the tramezzinis. I know she did a milchik version. Yeah, and I forgot to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. I did a whole lot of little bowls of different kinds of cheeses. Oh wow! Okay, nice. so you've got all. The, um, it so really all the makes fillings. Sense. All the fillings are beautiful, and I, I put feta out, and I put goat's cheese out, and oh, you, you name it. And really, and and you wouldn't believe it, but after about an hour of eating. People, I don't know because they're seeing it in front and they start to get hungry again. They start to make, <laughs> make more. But the, the, as I was saying, the, the arrayas, this mm. is also made with pita. But it's made slightly differently because we use, um, what, what, let me tell you what it is yeah. first of all. It's a popular Middle Eastern dish. Yeah. Which consists of, um, pita bread. Stuffed with a mixture of ground meat, yes. parsley, or you can use coriander and different spices, cumin and paprika and turmeric, oh, nice. just all those lovely spices. And then you grill it or you bake it until it's crispy. Oh. I suck mine. I cooked my meat first yeah. with all the spices. And then I finally added the parsley and the herbs and all mm-hmm. the coriander for those black coriander and made sure that it was really cooked through a little bit browned a little bit, mm. stuffed it into my pita, and then I have a flashic toasting machine as oh, yeah. well. Then just put a little bit of olive oil on top. It helps it get really crispy, and you just toast it. Now, I mean, nice. you can you can use uh, chicken if you want chopped up, finely yeah. chopped up chicken, because it's, it's hard to bite into something that's so crispy. Yeah, and like and a piece of chicken. a big chunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, you, can, you can use lamb, leftover lamb. Oh. I mean... 
we took that once good. Um, a shoulder of lamb that we had done and just what was left over chopped it all up shopped that in mm. with cumin it's just all those Middle Eastern spices oh. it's really delicious and lamb does lend itself to those yeah, spices absolutely or I mean you could do a vegetarian version yeah. you could just do peppers and tomatoes Any onions ma- veg- yeah, whatever vegetables, vegetables you oh, wanted beautiful and uh, and that was it and that was uh, my uh Toasted cheese and toasted meat <laughs> version of breakfast. Because, as I said, they love their breakfast. In fact, um, they love their meat. Um, I did a once. My daughter-in-law, my daughter, my granddaughter, said to me, "Bob, this shakshuka is really delicious." I thought, "Let me share my shakshuka mm. recipe." Do you want to talk a bit more about the diet, no, or no, should no. we just go on to let's this? go on to food? Okay, because mine is it's actually in my book. It's called a but you know, some people on a holiday don't want to turn to recipe books. So yes, yeah. this is just to perk up an, an appetite. This is shuck sausage. Oh, okay. Okay, and what it is is I've taken two. Re- just enlarge this. Okay. <laughs> the so good today. Two red peppers, half deseeded and chopped them. Two large onions, chopped. A teaspoon of crushed garlic. You can add more if you want. Two tablespoons of cooking oil. Here's a secret. Two heaped teaspoons of harissa, harissa paste. Mm. Now you can get that. It's made by spice. Yeah. It's in yeah. that little, little jar. Yeah. Or you can get in little, like cardboard things. They've got mm. the kosher world and moishis, yeah. etc. Um, one tablespoon of tomato paste. Very important. Um, one tablespoon of brown sugar, just to get that tartness off. Half a teaspoon of ground cumin. You can put a bit more cumin if you want. Two teaspoons of paprika. You can use a smoked one. It gives it a lovely taste. A pinch of cayenne pepper. And two by 400 cans of chopped Italian tomatoes. A tablespoon of chopped fresh thyme. Mm-hmm. Or half a teaspoon of dried. Fresh parsley, salt and pepper. And a tablespoon of chopped coriander or parsley if you don't like coriander. Yeah. Okay. Now, to make this, um, to make the tomato sauce, okay, we put, take the tomato, we fry the peppers, onions, and garlic in oil until it's nice and soft, and we add the harissa paste, and then the tomato paste, sugar, cumin, all the ingredients, the paprika, the cayenne, and you stir it for a minute, you add the chopped tomatoes, you bring it to the boil, and then you lower it and simmer it, and allow it to simmer for about 30 to 40 minutes. That's your secret, because you want it to reduce, so mm. you leave the lid off and thicken up until... And then you finally add the thyme, the parsley, salt and pepper. And then you, meanwhile, what you do in another pot is, another pan is you fry the bourrevorce mm-hmm. or you can use sausage, okay, because you need about 500 grams of bourrevorce or Russian sausages, all cut to bite-sized pieces. You don't want it too big. And you add that to the tomato sauce and then you crack an egg. You need about, I don't know, this, this would feed about six people. So crack six eggs into it while it's bubbling. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you've, um, you, you serve it straight away. And once you, once your eggs are cooked to your desired 
texture, um, texture and taste, <laughs> whatever. And you continue cooking on the stove top until those, as I say, those eggs are ready. And you serve it on beautiful, healthy, well, you can't serve it on the yogurt bread, but you serve it on lovely sourdough bread or you toast a, a beautiful rye. A baguette. And mm. you can dip the baguette into the sauce. Sounds, oh, sounds and amazing. There you go. There's so, lunch. <laughs> for people who've often seen the shakshuka and you'll see it, like the yolk is sunny side up, which right. some people don't like. So a little trick for that is for a few minutes before you finish cooking, stick a lid on your frying pan and it cooks the top of your egg and it looks like it was over easy just right. for those who don't like the sunny or side even up. if the, the sauce is hot so you sauce is hot you can pour it over, over but somebody like some people like to see like their egg either yellow okay oh, yeah i don't know why but you uh, must have it they must have some bread to dip it in oh absolutely the remaining beautiful sauce. christini or like a, a bruschetta beautiful toast uh, for that meal, absolutely. Listen, I, I think that's an amazing meal. And I submit one of my favorite meals, which I really don't do because it is just too much like hard work, is um, taking, well, we, I have, unless I'm really energetic, so English muffin, but otherwise. Well, you should I, be energetic now because of the fruit you have. Yeah, but I morning. don't feel like baking. <laughs> baking is not my thing. I cook. Don't bake. <laughs> but uh, to take a, almost like a hash brown or a potato latka, uh, poached egg, some hollandaise sauce, and some avocado, and some salmon on top. I love that. To me, that is just the best. Um, and when I when I'm away, um, often with these trips, they it's a breakfast that they often, um, you know, they often offer the poached eggs on you uh, with a hollandaise sauce, and I make the. I get the chefs to make it all the time <laughs> because I just love the, the richness, the creamy richness of the beaten egg of the holiday sauce over your egg. Your your like it's like a mayonnaise, but it's yes, it's not it's, a mayonnaise. Yeah. I'm sorry, it's all it's creamy. rich and creamy and mm-hmm. with the egg and the salmon and that crispy potato latke or what they call a crustinis uh, underneath. Um, yes, mm-hmm. the, they don't call it latkes. And I just absolutely love it. That is my best. Um, making making English muffins is is an issue. I made bulkers yesterday. My husband said, oh, such a mouth for bulkers. Okay, so you did it. <laughs> so I did it. Chalashing <laughs> for chalas? Want to braai or fine dine? This is Essen Fressen. It's all about the food. So I want that Amasi bread recipe. And I believe you found your I found it. I found yes. it. Yes. Okay, so I'll give it to you quickly because I know it's nearly oh. time's up. Mm. It's four cups of nutty wheat flour. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's worth making it double up and, and, and yes. put into two loaf pans. And, and just and freeze one loaf. Freeze one loaf. It mm. freezes beautifully. And you don't have to wait for it to rise and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. So it's four cups of nutty wheat flour, one teaspoon bicarbonate of soda, one teaspoon baking powder, one teaspoon salt, Three tablespoons of honey, two cups of yogurt or a masi, as I said, that masi, mm. or you can use buttermilk, but I, I prefer that richness of the yogurt. Half a cup of sunflower oil, a quarter of a cup of milk, and then half a cup 
I use even more because we are we love seeds, our family, of mixed seeds. Yes. So it's sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, and you can actually buy the mixed seeds. You now. can now, yeah. yes, it's nice because they've got poppy seeds See, and linseed, and, and they've got so all I the think seeds. It was like Two hundred grams of yeah. a packet. I just threw the whole lot in. Mm. Okay, so you preheat your oven to one hundred and eighty, grease a loaf tin, just spray it with a bit of spray and cook, and in a bowl you combine your flour. Your four cups of nutty wheat flour, one teaspoon of bicarbonate of soda, one teaspoon of baking powder, one teaspoon of salt. Mix it. Mix in the honey, the yogurt, the amasi or your amasi, um, oil and milk until all is well mixed, followed by the seeds, which I just threw in, spoon it into your prepared uh, tins and bake that for 45 minutes on 180. Mm. Then after 45 minutes, reduce the heat to 160. Don't open the oven yet. Okay. Reduce it to 160 for about another 10 minutes. And 10 to, I'd say 10 to 15 minutes. So you'll be cooking it for a good hour. Mm. And then when you take it out, turn it over straight away. And if you feel it's a bit soft at the underneath, and you, it's lovely to have it crispy underneath and Absolutely. crispy on top. Mm. And so you just turn it over. In the baking pan and just stick it back in now with the bottom facing upwards and it will get lovely and crispy in the warming, in the oven. That's been closed. That you've switched off off. and it will crisp up. And it's it's so easy and it's just... Well, what's nice is that you can use yogurt so that people who are Chal of Israel will be able to make it with the yogurt. Well, that's what I did. People who are... Straight, like yeah. straight milk or cheese would be able to use the amasi, I think. Yes. So it's a very Absolutely. similar taste. I think, yeah. you know, when you're cooking it or baking it. Um, one of the things I like is that there's no rising time. Absolutely. So <laughs> I, I've been, I'm lucky because I keep having to, I don't know, for some reason my bread is not rising properly. So I went to have a look because proving oven must be a way to make a proving oven. And it's so simple. My oven actually goes to a setting of only 50. So you set it to 50, you put your bowl of water in, and you've got a proving oven. And my challah, it was a little dense, but it started off terrible. And I thought, I've like just wasted all this flour, this rubbish. Do you use fresh yeast? Yes. Oh, uh, no. The rabbit um, rising. Yeah, I do. Okay. I have a recipe that uses the fresh yeast, but I forgot to take the yeast out the freezer. Because <laughs> okay. they told me I could freeze it. I didn't know that. I also didn't. So I'm going to try it, but I usually have to go, you know, you've got to go to certain bakeries will allow you to buy from them um, fresh yeast because you can't get it anyway. You must make a, what's that, sourdough? The The sourdough starter, yeah. (laughs) You know what, I don't know how many I've killed. (laughs) (laughs) Because I keep wanting to, because sourdough is just so beautiful and so rich. And crispy and crunchy. uh, Yeah. Mm. yeah, I, you know what? I, uh, the, the things that need my, remem- my memory are, are not going to get done. Um, having having the starter on the cu- on the top of your fridge where it's nice and warm, which is where they tell you to put it, I'm going to forget because it's way above my eyesight, my eye line, yeah. should I say? And I can't. Sometimes see that. it's just easy to buy bread. I mean, I, I just went. Yeah, down, I agree. I went and I bought some. Uh, 
French loaf, I'm cutting the top off, taking out the inside, and I'm filling it with tuna and cheese and oh. mayonnaise and peppers and onion. And so if I'm doing French loaf, having. I'm doing garlic bread. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Wrap it in tinfoil, stick it in the oven. Absolutely, absolutely. So one of my, my most recent uh, recipes before we started the diet, and it just so nice and filling, is to grate. Uh, so if you want minced garlic, by the way, just grate it on the fine side of your grater, of, yes. of your box grater, and you've got minced garlic mixed in with some mayonnaise. I did it on a, I've done it on different rolls. Um, they say shea butter would probably be the best. I asked the butcher to very finely slice, but very thinly slice the pastrami. Mm-hmm. So that it's almost paper thin. And you make almost like a BLT. So it was lettuce, uh, which I shredded and Put some of the garlic mayonnaise in, so it stirred that up. I spread the garlic mayonnaise onto the bread. I put the finely sliced brisket. I put the tomatoes, which I had had I'd prepped beforehand, with sliced tomatoes, but the beef tomatoes, those big tomatoes, mm-hmm. the nice hard ones, with a smoked Spanish paprika, a sprinkling of sugar, and some salt over it and you just let it sit while you prepare your roll and your go- your mayonnaise and all that. Oh no, now you've made me feel all meaty. Yeah. <laughs> Had the brisket, put that on, put the tomato, put the lettuce on and my kids have said it's the best sandwich ever. And a bit of mustard. <laughs> no mustard. No mustard. So you have been talking with Sharon and Adrian and we hope you enjoyed today's Essence Fresh show.